Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Ryan Miner. You are listening to a minor detail on blogtalkradio.com. That is blogtalkradio slash a minor detail. And you are joining me with Eric Beasley. Eric Beasley is also a fellow rebel rouser. Good evening, Ryan. Hey, how are you, Eric? I'm pretty good. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this conversation because let me tell you, like, yeah. you know, unfortunately, I've had a lot of uh, experience with this uh, nomination process and how terribly it can go. Um, really? You probably remember the, remember last year out here in Frederick County. Yeah. So, I remember. It was know. a bad situation. Um, so, people who are joining in tonight, we're going to be talking about the Washington County Commissioner vacancy and the process interview process we're going to talk about the candidates and we're going to give a rundown of each candidate and we're going to discuss this process and look the reason why we're doing this is because um unfortunately in this day and age um republican central committees who are tasked to fill vacancies um they 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 their their extent of vetting is um looking at the first page of probably Bing or Yahoo um they most people they might even not have heard of Google but uh they they look at the first page of the search engines and say oh well um you know so and so is fine um so you know that leaves people like myself and Eric and others and uh my friend Henry House who is joining me now hey Henry how are you I'm fine, Ryan. How are you? Good. I was just saying that it takes people from the outside to vet these candidates. And look, one of these people of the 12 Republicans who applied are going to be nominated by the Republican Central Committee, and they're going to go forward. They're going to move forward down to the governor, and the governor says yes or no, and um, and then we go from there. But Eric Beasley, as you know, I mean, you're not, um, you're not really – you, you, you're from Frederick County. You live in Brunswick. Um, Henry, you're from yeah. Washington County. You you got a good taste of this process, Henry, because you were part of it last time. And when I say last time, I mean um, last year because of several several um, occurrences. One being a great one, which was we elected a Republican governor, and Woo! we yeah we created a republican we created in Washington county several republican vacancies occurred so Chris Shank was selected to serve in the administration and now it's great he's the deputy chief of staff to the governor so his seat had to be filled the republican central committee filled that seat with um former delegate and now current senator Andrew Serafini so then Andrew Serafini seat needed to be filled in the house of delegates and they chose at the time county commissioner um William J. Weibel. He goes by Bill. So they chose Bill Weibel. And then a county commissioner seat needed to be filled. And that's where, that's where we ran into some problems. And last time in April, there was, I believe, 12 candidates who applied just like this round. And they picked an, a guy by the name of Woody Spong. And as it so happened, Mr. Spong didn't work out. And I don't really want to talk about Woody Spong tonight because we've exhausted that name. So this this won't even be about Mr. Spong because, Henry, as we said tonight on Antietam Cable, the flip side to which we were both on the show this side, we're going to look forward. Is that right, Henry? I, I have to think we have to look forward because it doesn't do any good to look in the past. 
Yeah. Well, Mr. Spong, How's that I wish philosophical. That's that was that was pretty good. Eric, uh you watched the Spong situation unfold from Frederick County and this is the only time we're going to bring this up and you you will actually be the last word on this. So, you you can you can take us for the last word with Mr. Spong, and then we'll segue into the importance of why we're doing this show. The the only thing I have to say is, oh, honey. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and mine. There's just there's just nothing else to say. I mean, it was yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, honey. Like, as Kim would say, <clears throat> bless their heart. Um, so. Now, now the Republican Central Committee in Washington County are constitutionally tasked with the responsibility of filling Mr. Spong's seat. Why do we have another vacancy? Because Woody Spong resigned, and he was a Republican. So as is written into the Constitu- Maryland's Constitution, uh, each respective political central committee, so the Republicans and Democrats, both have central committees in every county in Maryland and in Baltimore City. And so now the Republicans in Washington County are charged with the responsibility of selecting a new county commissioner. And a county commissioner's job is very important. Now, Henry, in Washington County, they don't have charter home rule. Otherwise, we may be having a special election at this point, which let me just pump for a second. This is one of the necessities of why I believe charter home rule would be a much better alternative than commissioner form of government. And maybe we can talk about that later. But up in Washington don't County... Don't do it. Don't, no, don't do it. We did it in Frederick, and it is terrible. We have a Barbara Mikulski staffer as our county executive, okay? Trust me, don't want it. We added just a million dollars in new county staff, and we're not even done yet. So... Don't do it. Whatever you do, just stick with the Board of County Commissioners. Everybody here in Frederick is having heartburn and regrets about it. So please don't go that road. You might as well just move here and deal with it this way. And and to to support Eric, it it really is a two-edged sword. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't. And I'm not comparing our current county commissioners to a bunch of devils. But (laughs) we know what type of government – form that we have, and we know the weaknesses that we have, um, a charter home rule system would be opening Pandora's box, and it all is in the document that causes the formation. Mm-hmm. And until I have some degree of co- confidence that that document will be done in the best interest of all, I really personally can't support a charter home rule at this point. <clears throat> well, We'll talk about that some other time. That sounds good. Um, So, look, the Republican Central Committee has the process unfolding. They released the names of 12 individuals who applied for the county commissioner vacancy, and their task is to appoint one of these names, send it to the governor. And I should mention that the governor has asked Washington County, and for that matter, all counties in Maryland, to send him three names. Now, there's been some... (laughs) discussion among that whether they're required to send three names, and the answer is no. They're they're not required to send three names. If it's in their bylaws to send one, then they're constitutionally eligible to send one. However, why in the hell would Washington County want to thumb their eye, 
thumb the eye of the governor and say, basically, um, no, Mr. Republican governor, uh, no, we're not going to do that because we're going to be jerks about this. For God's sakes, send three names of the people and then rank them as your number one, two, and three choice and and just be done with it. I don't understand what they're really proving, and I, I, I don't know. Eric, what do you think? Um, well, they're proving that they are petty. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much what they're doing. I mean, they're basically they're basically proving all the stereotypes that you hear about Republicans. I mean, seriously, you know, if I if I was doing this personally, if I was you know want if I was trying to nominate somebody, essentially what you're doing is you're appointing somebody in what would normally be an elected position. So we should take some very good care and be very reasonable about that, okay? Because that's kind of a of a unique situation that we have going on here. So like. It's not that hard. Just send the three names or five names or whatever. I mean, that's completely reasonable to me, at least. Okay. I mean, maybe they have an axe to grind. Maybe they're mad about, like, the FEMA camps or something. I, who knows? Okay. Like, I, as I've been watching this over the last, like, month, all I keep wondering is, like, what the hell is in the water up there in Washington County? Like, I know you guys get some water from Brunswick, so and we're not crazy, so I don't know what's going on on the rest of your county. Yeah, well, Henry, you haven't seen the last report about the Sisberg Reservoir, so anyway, we'll we'll, we'll talk about some, some other time on that. <laughs> Henry, why wouldn't they send three names when the governor specifically asked? I mean, it wasn't like, hey, you better send me three names or else. It was um, as a as a courtesy to Republican Governor Larry Hogan. Would you please send me three names so I can take a look? at each three and decide basically which is best. But we all know that there's a way to convey to the governor who your very top pick is. Am I right or wrong, Henry? There, there, there is a way that you can convey to the governor where your top pick is. And I'll, I'll play devil's advocate because this also played out in Carroll County last year. Um, whereas the local central committee chose to only submit one name when the governor requested for three. And their feeling locally uh, from what I have read and some people who I've talked to, is this allows the governor essentially to select one of the three. So it, the governor's story is like the trump card in selecting who is going to be the person representing and removes the power from the local central committee. So I'm not saying that our local central committee is on a power trip, but I, I feel they want to have a strong influence about who goes in, even if even beyond a uh, nod, nod, wink, wink agreement yeah. that this is number one, two, three. <laughs> so um, that is probably how why they only choose to send one. Henry, you're playing devil's advocate, um, and 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 also Eric, um, <laughs> you're nowhere near as as uh, I guess reviled or as potently disliked as I am by the Washington County Republican Central Committee. And I just want to start this show out, and by no means this is not about me at all, but I'm going to throw in there that um, I, I I am personally um, respectful of the process. While I respect the process, there's many elements and personal elements of this Republican Central Committee of which to I, I you know of I, I disagree. And Henry, you you know we worked alongside one another. We've been good friends for a while. Um, but you, you have, um, you've watched this process unfold. They don't like me too much up there, do they? And you can be pleased. Well, I, I mean, I can't, I, I have not talked specifically with members on the central committee regarding Ryan Meyer. Um, I don't view that, that that's really where my role is, but having gone through this process, when the vacancy opened up for delegate, 
um, where they did interview all the candidates. And that's the first thing when we're looking at replacing the county commissioner who was only a, a temporary because he never was confirmed. Um, when we, we, we need to interview all, all of the potential candidates for county commissioner. And do I, do I think that there is a strong bend on, well, I, this is the direction we want to go and there's going to be influence from the sitting county commissioners or our delegates or senators on the selection process? I don't think there's going to be an undue influence unless they, they strongly oppose an individual. I think if they, they were concerned about the individual being toxic to the county leadership, they may voice some concerns. But I, I really don't see the lead-in of one of our county commissioners pick up the phone and say, listen, this is the, this is the man we want. Because <laughs> I, I think, think that happens. And, and, and this, this is, follow what I'm saying here, though. Our okay. central committee already tells the governor, listen, we're only going to send you one name. So why would they allow the influence from a county commissioner to say, uh, we want this person? There, there has to be some things that are being discussed during the interview process that says, well, this is the individual we want. It may be led by the chairman. Or it may be led by other members there saying, this, these are the checkboxes we want checked. And they don't necessarily have to align perfectly with the consensus of the voter, the Republican voters in Washington County. Yeah. They, they can align with their individual ideals and criteriaize what is important. Well, Henry, much, you, you've been through the, the, a vacancy process when last year. You personally, you had applied for a delegate seat and you were – extraordinarily qualified, and you would have been a great choice. Uh, unfortunately, they did not pick you, but nonetheless, you went through it. And your impression, what is your impression of the ideological tilt from the Washington County Republican Central Committee? I, the ideological tilt, I feel they're extremely conservative, but it's also reflective upon the Washington County community. Uh, they may be more conservative than the consensus of our community, but part of that is because of the fill-in process that we have six uh, members who are elected and three that have been appointed to fill vacancies of those who have resigned. So the six members that are elected, they, they had influence on determining the balance of how the board is going to be composed. So we've removed three of those individuals from the election process which definitely skews things. I mean, we, we can go, go there and look at, well, gee, how, how are we going to select the next Supreme Court justice? Well, it depends on who's in the White House. Um, Eric, um, I'm sorry, Henry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No. Um, Eric, who's on the Central Committee up there in Washington County? Uh, so, well, luckily for you, I have that sitting right in front of me. Um, okay. The chairman is uh, Stephen Show. Yeah. Um, first vice chair is uh, Seth Wilson. Second vice chair, Mike Everhart. Treasurer is Marilee Kearns. And then the other uh, um, other members are Paul Bannister, Jerry DeWolf, Randy Leatherman, Candy Skipper, and James Warner. You know some of these people, right? Oh, yeah. No, I I've, I know a few of them. I've met some of them um, with uh, both positive and negative experiences. Yeah. 
Um, so um, I, I worked really closely with Jerry, uh, Jerry Wolf during the uh, Bongino campaign. Obviously, yeah. um, I was the Frederick County coordinator. He was the uh, Washington County coordinator. The good guy. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he actually came and uh, fixed my shed. I was having a power problem like last year, and so uh, him and a buddy came by to to help out because I totally foobarred that thing. Um, I've I've had plenty of conversations. Um, I've you know chatted with Candy Skipper a few times. Uh, James Warner, that dude's a, that guy's just a bamf. There's nothing bad anybody can say about him. He's an amazing um, man, amazing man. Yeah, the, yes, we need nine of him on the central committee, as far as I'm I concerned, wish. on every central committee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, Mara Lee, I've, um, I've, I've, uh, haven't really talked to her directly, but I've seen. I guess you could say I've seen her in action, and uh, yeah. um, she's definitely legit. Um, and, uh, I guess I could say mean things about some of the others, but, uh, you know, we'll save that for later. Um, so you got, we got nine people, um, and then eight will be participating in this and we'll explain why only eight will be participating in just a moment. Um, so we, we talked about who's on the central committee. They're kind of where their ideology, ideology falls down and, we talk, and, and I and my personal perspective is is that they do have they are an independent body. They are they make their own decisions and they they claim to be fair. But you know they said, Eric, you got my understanding is that you reached out to some of the members and I and and you go you can take this segment into into the next. You you received some feedback, and I'm hoping you would share that. Um, yeah. So uh, since since apparently people in Washington County don't uh, foam at the mouth when they hear my name, um, I decided to uh, uh, send uh, all the members of the Central Committee an email, um, just kind of asking. You know, I invited them onto the show. Um, I I'd be shocked if any of them um, actually came on here. Um, so. While doing this, um, you know, I was also reaching out to some other people that I know up in Washington County that were involved in politics, and I guess you could say that um, I had a uh, a source who has a source um, that uh, was able to spend a few minutes uh, talking to me about kind of what happened during the last process and the process that they're going to be following this time. Um, so, um, and I I also com- kind of um, I'm, I want to contrast this to kind of what I guess we we had happen here in Frederick. Um, so one of the first things that I asked, obviously, was do the Central Committee members actually read the feedback that they get from the public? Um, if, you, if you look at the press release on the Washington County uh, um, the, that the Washington County Central Committee put out, there's actually a phone number and an email address. So you can leave a voicemail and send an email, and every single member of the Central Committee will read those, will read that feedback. Um, I think that's great, and that's exactly what they should be doing. Um, they apparently they sit around and actually just like read them out loud um, and listen to the voicemail. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, so the first thing is, so there is citizen input on this is that the residents do have the ability to contact their central committee and tell them, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Um, now, from what I understand as well, um, the first time around, I remember you reporting um six out of the 12 applicants actually had interviews uh, with the central committee, is that right, Ryan? That is right. Yep, six. So this time, from what I understand, um, they're actually going to be interviewing everybody. 
Um, apparently, some of the folks are kind of, I guess, a, a little newer to this Republican scene, and so they're going to be, uh, you know, so it'll, it'll give the Senate Committee a chance to meet them. Um, you know, 12 people, that's a lot of interviews to do, but you know what? I mean, this is this is their job. They they The Central Committee has volunteered to do this. So, you know, I'll, 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 send, I'll, I'll bring some donuts over if it's really that bad for them, but I'm glad that they're doing the interviews, and I hope that they give everybody, you know, the, uh, their full attention and time during this process. Um, Let's see. You know, another interesting thing that I that I had found out from my source was apparently this email and cell phone line was active and during the appointment of uh, Woody Spong and the Central Committee didn't receive any negative information about him. And so I think I kind of a lot, I guess apparently a lot of the negative stuff that came out of, out about him came out so much later. Like a lot of the central committee members are kind of surprised about it. So I think that uh, you know, from just from from looking at the process that they're following, and like when I contrast this to what we did here in Frederick, right. I mean, you know, Ryan, the way that you describe what you're afraid of happening, like basically the central committee, you know, says this is our guy and doesn't matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen exactly what that looks like, and we saw that here in Frederick County. Yeah, we, okay. you, you guys um, did. We we saw a delegate appointed that had like what I think a forty percent rating from the Small Business Bureau or something, from the Chamber of Commerce, one of the, one of those yeah. one of those organizations, and he was up there touting how he was pro business, and so like. Of course, our central committee completely abdicated their responsibility. From looking at this, I don't. I think, you know. Yes, are there bad apples on the Washington County Central Committee? Yes, there are people who still live in their parents' basement that need to grow the hell up and be adults. Okay. Yeah. But besides that, I think that we have to look at them as a whole. There's nine members here. Okay. Yeah. And I think that five of them are going to make the right choice. I, okay, I really good. do. I think that five of them, there is a process. They review everything. Okay. They get public feedback. That's the most important thing because they are not, they're representing all Republicans, not just their little Huffzali sect that they follow. (laughs) And so, you know, so I think that the process is, is legit. Okay. As far, I don't know how transparent it's going to be necessarily. Um, You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I honestly, I wouldn't want your every. I wouldn't want like all these interviews done with a crowd. I wouldn't want them done like you know on a debate podium. I don't. I don't think that would be useful. Um, but I mean, I think they have a process, and it's actually pretty good in comparison to some of the other ones around here. So we we got to give them credit for that. I, I I really think that we do. I think we need to give them credit. And just from looking at the list of central committee members, there's five people on there that I trust will make the right decision. And there's four people on there that I'm pretty sure are going to make the wrong decision. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, they – I have challenged the decisions that they have made, but there's no – personal animosity with a few of these people on the Central Committee. Um, and I, I just want to oh, say dude, that I'm... They hate you, though. Let me tell you, they that? really hate you. They really don't like you. I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I don't live up there, so... No, 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 they it's hate fine. Your guts. <laughs> yeah. And why do you think that is? I have absolutely no idea. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't live up there, so I don't really travel in these circles as as often as you did at one point. Yeah. Um, you know, all I know is it's that they really don't circles. like you. Yeah, yeah you know, you like know, they... I, yeah, they don't. The slightest and, mention of your name, and it's like frothing in the mouth. It's like it's it's like you invoke airborne rabies or something. I, I don't know. 
Well, because I I was never uh, one I was never they could never control me, <laughs> and number two I'm 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 too independent to uh I, I'm just I'm not someone that I don't like clicky little clubs like that, and they've done some things that I disagree with, and they've they've chosen people that shouldn't quite frankly have been on the central committee and i just i'm not uh, you know steve shu is not a good leader he's not someone that i think man that's the guy that should be leading the republican efforts in washington county quite frankly i think the guy's a grump i think that he he has these insider favorites he's not an effective communicator that's for god that's for i'm sorry that is for damn sure and then you have grown man-child Seth Wilson, who Eric today this guy, <laughs> no, the guy is a grown man-child, and I don't mean to disparage him, and this is not very nice. And Seth Wilson, man-child Seth Wilson, is in his basement tonight, probably listening and thinking how he can get Ryan, Eric, and maybe not Henry, but us thrown off the air, um, because today. Well, he's Eric, a lot closer to me than he is to you, so be careful. No, I know. And he probably likes you, but I'm not a fan of this guy because he's never been very nice to me, and I've never, I've never said or done anything nasty. But he's not a nice person, and I think that um, he, you know, when he ran for several offices and was crushed, and he ran in 1998 for the House of Delegates and was um, obliterated by Chris Shank in the Republican primary, and then he ran for Congress in. 2010 against Roscoe Bartlett and was crushed in the primary. And I give the credit I give credit to him for making homemade signs. That was very nice. It was a good touch. Um, but the guy has been very nasty to me uh, for no reason at all. And whether it's something personal, I have never done anything to to, to warrant um, such vehement dislike from this guy. And um, I, and I, I look at him. And Eric, you've had you've had your own run in with this guy. Yeah, so I, I let me, I'm just going to keep this really vague, okay? Um, basically, the Washington County Central Committee does not like. Um, it doesn't seem they like the fact that Central Committee meetings are supposed to be open to any um, registered Republican um, to come and visit. So at one point while doing something, I had to go up to the Washington County Central Committee um, to to go and I wanted to just talk to him for like 10 minutes. That was about it, right? You know what a Central Committee is supposed to do. So I go up there. And after, like, searching around this restaurant trying to find where they were, they were in, like, this little, like, hidden back room. I go and I'd, like, knock on the door, and I was like, hey, is this the central committee meeting? And uh, the chairman was like, this is a closed meeting. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I kind of paused, and uh, one of the people on my on my good list uh, basically spoke up and actually said, no, this is an open meeting. Like, you can't prevent people from coming in here. Um and then I said, well, no, it's all good. If you guys don't care about this, about growing the Republican Party, then I'm just going to leave. And uh, the overgrown man child then looks at me and he goes, you know, th that really offended me that you said that. You yeah. know, like, that's what I expect to hear on a college campus when, like, Safe you know, I Wilson. offer a differing opinion. You know, apparently Seth Wilson is a is a 21-year-old social justice warrior who is yeah. protesting over the use of, you know, oil when making kayaks inside of his kayak wow. in the Seattle, in, in the Puget Sound. And uh, so... 
you know, and that's ex- that's the exact same type of person that central committees don't like. So it's kind of right. ironic that somebody's exactly. so easily offended when they complain about PC culture. I mean, heck, that guy's probably a Trump supporter too. So <laughs> um, the funny thing is, um, Eric, I wrote a post about um, Manchild Seth Wilson um, running for or applying We're gonna for get this. We're going to get a DMCA for that too. What's that? <laughs> So we're going to get a DMCA for calling him Manchild too. Just well, watch. Manchild Seth Wilson um, did. <laughs> Manchild Seth Wilson did uh, submit a request today online to get content removed, and he submitted this through our website. And Eric, I, um, I, I won't say much about this other than that um, we're going to fight back, <laughs> and oh, yeah. we're going to, and we're not going to no. take Seth Wil- Manchild Seth Wilson's. Um, criticism lightly, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he just if he if he dials into Blog Talk Radio and files a a butt hurt report on the show tonight. Um, I do have that form actually. It's uh, it's an official uh, Department of the Army form, so I might uh, I might put that up for our listeners. Um, wow. But uh, but yeah, no, he did file a, a Digital Millennium Copyright Act complaint against us. You know, despite right. the fact that he is a whether or not we like it, he is a public official. He serves in an elected capacity inside the county. Um, so, and he probably also kind of forgot that I spent a year and a half doing a, basically creating DMCA requests and takedown requests for fraudulent and copyright infringing websites. So, like, I know how to write these things, and he did it completely wrong. I mean, I got I got paid to do it, and uh, you know, I guess I guess his uh, his mommy's basement didn't teach him how to do this part. Well, Manchild Seth Wilson, go ahead. Let um, me interrupt for a second. Uh, we yes. we have a sitting member of the Washington County Republican Committee trying to abridge free speech. Yes, Manchild Seth Wilson tried to abridge our freedom of speech, based upon a yes. picture that he says was in violation of copyright law. To which he is sitting there enjoying a tasty birthday cake that says, "Happy birthday, happy 40th birthday, Manchild Seth." Uh, it so, probably doesn't say Manchild Seth, Seth, but anyway, I think so you got me to say. It. You bet me twenty bucks. You couldn't get me to say. It. I just said it. <laughs> anyway, we well, you're gonna get sued too, man. Sorry. Yeah, you're gonna get sued, and uh, I'm sorry, but Mr. Wilson is a public official. He put his name on a ballot. He was elected. And um, we'll we'll I'll get you more information. That will be an article. Will be coming out very shortly. But I don't want to just talk about Manchild Seth Wilson. I do want to talk about all twelve candidates. So there's there's a Can mixture. Can we start with of, him? Ex, excuse me. Can we start with uh, Seth Wilson? I I want to go in hey. order. I want to go in alphabetical order. Is that okay? Oh, okay. That well, I, I, we, we could do reverse alphabetical order, and that, that would really okay. That's fine. We'll, we'll no, start. no, go get, go ahead. Work work by your schedule. That's fine. All right. Well, I know. I mean, if if you want to make a, another report on Manchild Seth Wilson, then uh, I'm, no, I'm happy to. I, I, I can wait. I, I okay. can wait. I, All right. I'm sounds patient. good. So we'll, we will table Manchild Seth Wilson um, until uh, very late into this conversation. So <clears throat> we'll start with 12 people. Two females have applied. Um, and one child, um, and the rest are are very good. Um, we have so let's start out. I did some research as soon as they released the names, and we're talking about databases. I checked everything, and I, I released a brief summary on each of the candidates. And I'm going to do a full expose on every candidate um, based upon interviews and uh, databases and what I find and what people tell me and 
I'm going to do it the right way. And so I released the article on, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I can't remember. But I started out, um, Gary Baker, um, full name, Gary Eugene Baker, um, April 5th, 1950, from Sharpsburg, Maryland. He's 65. I couldn't find much about Mr. Baker um, other than that his mother, his late mother, uh, Mary Baker, was a judge for the Washington County Orphans Court for 17 years, and she retired in, from that position in 1994. The only thing that I, I don't know really anything about Gary Eugene Baker of um, of Sharpsburg, Maryland, other than that his name would would be a quite a distraction if he were selected between Terry and Gary Baker. Um, so, you know, there's a Terry Baker and a Gary. That should make for some interesting meetings. Yeah, who's on first? Yeah. I don't know. He's on third. We're not talking about him. Do you... Have you guys found any information about Mr. Baker? No, I mean, this is okay. the problem with the internet. You know, there's this old episode of Leverage that they they were trying to like run a scam on basically some like yeah. redneck in Iowa, and the the their hacker is basically can't find anything on him, and the hacker's like, no matter how hard you try, you cannot hack a hick. You can only hack things when they have computers. So, like, you know, for him, I came up with a big zero. Yes. Yeah. Um, did, did all on my side. I, I looked, researched, and nothing. It, 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 it drew a big zero, so I figured that he was uh, more mature than the digital age. Well, I mean, I I did <laughs> I, I am I, – I don't – I hate to do this, but I did find – some, I mean, I've checked every database, and look, hey, uh, you check databases, I'm going to be in there too. Uh, my follies are made very public. I, I have talked about my indiscretions very publicly, and I'm not ashamed of that because they have only refined me as a person, and they are never to be repeated. Um, but I did, uh, you know, if the Herald Mail does not bring this out, um, then uh, as somebody who is vetting this candidate, um, you know, I, I, I hate doing this, but everything matters when you're applying for a vacancy. But um, the Maryland Judiciary case search is sort of a uh, – <laughs> it's a great thing, but it's also a, a negative thing um, because we're all on there. I, well, I'm on there, and you'll find my indiscretions. And, and look, I, I I readily admit that, and uh, it was – it's sort of one of those things where – you live with it, and if you're honest and open about it um, and, and admit your faults and mistakes, then okay. But nonetheless, I did find on Mr. Baker, and I matched it with um, birth dates and other things, that um, he, back in 1992, I believe, he was charged with battery and found not guilty. Um, so that's really? all I'm going to say. That's all you yeah. got? I was six. Okay. What do you but mean? I was, well, I'm not talking about how old I Kurt was. Kurt Cobain but. was still alive. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's practically ancient history. Well, no, I know, and that's the thing. I mean, found. I mean, but and he was found not not guilty. So exactly. he's found not guilty. That's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, I don't think. Am I? Is it unfair that I bring that up? No, we, we honestly, if anything, that's a positive, okay? Because if it was assault, he's probably drunk. He probably got in a bar fight. And we need more brawls inside of legislative bodies. They do it everywhere else in the world, like Japan. You know, they have rugby matches on the Japanese parliament floor. Like, we should have more of those here. 
yeah, I think that we should be able to cane people. I'm just kidding. Um, you know, well, there was team matches at the county commissioner meeting. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if if caning if caning or duels were legal, I would have been dead tenfold by the Washington County Republican Central Committee. Oh my! Uh, look, Gary Baker's perfect because um, him and Terry could be Baker squared. Yeah, Baker squared. Oh, that's so good. Baker oh. squared. Okay. Ten points to Eric. Um, he, moving he's on. He's got to, my vote. Yeah, he's got my vote. So, um, you know, this guy. It's not. I'm not making light of it, but the fact is, it was in 1992. Uh, that's all we're going to say. Um, Steve Blinkenstaff, Stephen Lee Blinkenstaff, age 52 from Cumberland. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was. He lives on Cumberland Street. He's from Clear Spring, Maryland. Mr. Blinkenstaff is the current vice mayor of Clear Spring, and uh, he's up for re- he's up for re-election this year. Um, he was first elected to the Clear Spring Town Council, I believe it was in 2004, and he is a former county building and mechanical inspector and has been employed with Apple Valley Waste since 2013. Uh, Mr. Blinkenstaff also applied for the same vacant commissioner seat last year, but of course we know the turnout in that. Um, so what I did find about uh, Mr. Blinkenstaff is that um, – Let's see. I'm looking at my ancillary notes that um, he's pretty also much, a member of Isaac Walton League and sits yeah. on the board there. Okay. Eric, do you have anything well, on Mr. Blinkenstaff? Well, I think uh, I think Blinkenstaff would also be a good choice. I mean, we talk about kind of widening the Republican bench. I mean, so here's yeah. an opportunity to take a local municipality and move them up to the county level, and then in 10 years he moves up to you know delegate, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, that's one of the biggest problems in the Republican Party. We don't have this deep bench down to municipalities, so this seems like a great opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Um, so moving on, we have uh, the next candidate. His name is Gary Bachrath, and. Um, he is 52 – no, excuse me, 63. He lives in Hagerstown. Um, this, Mr. Bachrath has a lot of experience, um, especially in business. And um, he has a – his LinkedIn pri- profile uh, details his experience. He is a, an experienced financial and operating executive, um, board members for the governor. He's, he's a board member for uh, the current governor's Workforce Investment Board, which is fantastic. He was the CFO for a company called uh, Tatum. He's also an independent consultant. Um, he provides general management services and strategic financial assistance to mid-sized clients. Um, he was the CFO of Acton Mobile Industries, and he was also the CFO of uh, U.S. Silica up in, um, uh, I believe it's Morgan County. Um, near Berkeley Springs. So um, he's been a controller for two different uh, companies. I mean, talk about a guy that's new to politics, that's really not invested in, let's say, the ideological political scene, but someone who could bring a wealth of experience to the county, the Washington County Board of Education. Gary Bachrath is super qualified and someone that this Republican Central Committee should take very, very seriously. Henry, your thoughts? Well, the one thing you mentioned is that he's serving on a governor's appointed board. So wouldn't that be very advantageous for this county to have someone with his depth of experience but also the ear down to Annapolis to help 
bring some of the issues that we have locally to the forefront. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And I, my personal opinion, Gary Bachrath would be a slam dunk choice. He went to the and look, he went to the University of Notre Dame. So we, I, I like that Catholic connection too. I'll be careful what the Pope says about him. <laughs> yeah, Eric, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. If, if you're concerned about fiscal issues, he seems to kind of be your guy, and that's what a yeah. lot of uh, that's what I hear from a, a lot from up that way. I mean, the dude has a legit resume, and uh, you know, <laughs> you ha- usually have to pay a lot of money to get somebody that knows uh, finances that well. Yeah, and Mr. Bachrath last year applied for the same commissioner seat, and he wrote an interesting letter to the editor after the fact, and um, we'll, maybe we'll get to that if we have enough time. But I want to get through all the candidates. But Mr. Mr. Bachrath's letter to the editor um, was a very fair critique of the process, and uh, he talked about that he wasn't, um, you know, he wasn't given an interview. And I just want to ask, you know, it's like, why in the heck would not he? Why in the heck would he not receive an interview as qualified as this man is? I, I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't. And that's. That's where I have trust issues with this Republican Central Committee. Um, moving on to Brian Fluck, age 57, from Boonesboro. Uh, Mr. Fluck is the president and CEO of Power Marketing. It's a full-shop marketing company in Hagerstown. Uh, he serves as the president of a real estate innovations group, and he is the half-owner of Caldwell Banker and Innovations. Um, Mr. Fluck is He's active in several community organizations. He was the chairman. He co-chaired the United Way of Hagerstown's annual campaign alongside his business partner, Clarence Horst, who's another fantastic guy. Uh, Henry, he's a, he's a fellow Rotarian in our Hagerstown Rotary Club. Uh, I, I, I know Brian through Rotary primarily. Um, yeah. I, I think he would be an impeccable choice. He also had interviewed last year for the delicate position that was open. Um, he is a well-connected business leader that would give a lot of compliments to the existing county commissioners that we have of several other strong businessmen that are sitting on the county commissioners. I think it would be a very positive, plus it would also give us some representation on the county commissioners from uh, the southern part of Washington County. Agreed. And I think that's, I think that's a, an important thing to consider uh, that, the concerns that they have down there, a lot of our representation is uh, Williamsport and then heading west. So I think that would be a, a nice balance that we could consider. Um, to echo your point, um, Brian is also conservative. He is, but he's not in your face about it. He's definitely ideologically conservative and he's consistent. And I know that Brian was a, a, a supporter of, and maybe still is, probably still is, of Dr. Ben Carson. But nonetheless, Brian has been a consistent conservative for quite a while, and we've had many, many conversations about politics. And Brian's, you know, he's frustrated with the do-nothing attitude of Washington. And I said, you know, Eric, you might appreciate this. You're always welcome into the libertarian camp. <laughs> so, you know, we always, I, always type, I always like to draw people in. If you're frustrated with politics, it's like a public service announcement. If you're frustrated with politics, come become a libertarian. Become part of the liberty movement because uh, – and, and bring your own cookies. And bring your own cookies. And, you know, whatever included in the ingredients, that's fine too. Um, so 
uh, Brian would be a spectacular consensus choice. And I think Brian is so well-connected and is so well-respected. Um, he's an incredible person. He's a down-to-earth. And not only that, he he's deeply faithful. He he has he, – he's deeply – I mean, he's he's not only – my impression is he's not only spiritual, but there's a deep-rooted faith about Ryan um, – Brian and he lives. He actually lives right up the street from my grandmother and my grandmother. And if he passes the grandma test, then you know that he's a wonderful guy. My grandmother just loves Brian. Um, so, Eric, do you want to? I'd like to get your perspective. Um, I mean, I think he's legit. I did, uh, you know, check out his his resume and everything. I mean, you know, we, there's a lot of pretty good, uh, you know, business types that are applying, and that's, you know, really that's the type of people that we need in the forefront of the Republican Party um, because they can take the time out in five years to become a delegate. You know, when I, when I look at, when I look at this appointment process, I'm not looking at necessarily who would be the best at the moment right now, but I'm looking at what type of, how can this take that person and get them in basically help Republicans win more seats at the house of delegates at the state Senate. And so I'm looking at where will this person be in 10 years? And I think Brian would have the capability to be, he doesn't want to become a career politician, but I think that he would be able to run an effective campaign the next election. And yeah. I think that's what you have to consider is in 2018, can this person be accepted and palpable to the voters in Washington County? And Brian and Gary, Gary Bachrath and Brian uh, Fluck, this is the kind of guy that you want on a ballot. Henry? Yes, and because – you also have to remember too that Democrats are going to are trying to make plays in Western Maryland. They've been oh, yeah. talking about it and organizing for two years now. So Washington County is going to be their next target. They already did it in Frederick. Okay, so whoever oh, yeah. gets nominated needs to be able to win again in 2018. And that was one he, of my knocks against Woody when he ran or when he was, you know, appointed. Is I didn't feel he was a person who was capable of defending that seat for the next two terms. And, you know, what we want to do is groom, so to speak, an individual that can grow within the system. So as you were saying, not only go from a local government position to possibly something up at the state level. And until so we start to do that and we have a, a good feeding system, we're not going to go anywhere as a party. I agree. <clears throat> so moving on, we have Ed Forrest, William Edward Ed Forrest, um, 52, from Old Forge, Maryland. Um, Ed's a great guy. Uh, he served on the Board of Education for three terms. He also served before as the president. Um, very smart guy and someone that I deeply respect. Um, he ran for county commissioner twice um, but came up short in the primary. Um, he's a pharmacist and a pharmacy manager. I, I, still believe, I, I, I still believe that he's out at Martin's on the dual highway, but I may be incorrect. I don't want to misquote that. Um and he applied last year for the commissioner seat. Ed is deeply, deeply understands education policy and would be someone that would be uh, a great voice to support education in Washington County. And Henry House, uh, you know Ed Forrest. Uh, we, we we both well, know him well. And I think that he's well, I know someone... Ed, uh, you know, not just uh, from us, you know, running it for for office back a couple of years ago, but he was also yeah. the manager of my son uh, when he when my son was working at Martin's. So okay. I, I got some feedback of Ed as a person versus just 
Ed as the politician. And, right. you know, Ed, I think, is knowledgeable, you know, as a lifetime resident of Washington County about what our county needs. Yeah, and um, his his wife is also a a principal at Ruth Ann Monroe School um, in Hagerstown. Uh, they are they they love and support education, and Ed knows so much about it. And I think he would be he would be a valuable choice for the county commissioners. Um, and Ed's an independent voice too. Really, he is. And Ed has such a conservative record. I mean, he voted against many budgets on the board of education, and he's someone that. His conservative credentials would play very well in Washington County, and not only that, he's a pragmatic conservative. He understands how education is shaping itself and the growing needs of the community, and I think he would be a valuable voice on the board. Uh, Eric, what do you think? Sorry, I'm going to be the contrarian at this point. Um, Yeah, go ahead. So, like, looking at his policies and how he votes and everything, Hunter – totally behind the guy okay what makes it even better is that his profile picture is deadpool right now so i definitely can't argue with that um (laughs) (laughs) but i i just just from 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 perusing around here a little bit um ed needs to uh adjust the privacy settings on his facebook page um (laughs) across the board and i hope that he does that quickly i hope that he's listening right now and i hope that he does it as i'm sitting here staring at it um because you know and i'm the last person to really criticize somebody for making jokes there's a difference between making jokes and making jokes when your settings are put to public um there's a past county commissioner that that understands that exactly we don't want to repeat that whole fiasco again Okay, like don't get me wrong, you know, I, I I make I make dirty jokes on my Facebook page sometimes, you know, but I don't let everybody in Joe Schmo see them. So, you know, I so I can't criticize him too much for that, but especially when you're trying to get nominated for something like this, when you're not being vetted by the voters of the entire county, um, you know, go there, go to go to your privacy settings on Facebook and set all of your posts to friends only, and then leave it at that. Yeah. Well, um, Ed's been vetted, and uh, Ed Ed has been uh, through the ringer a few times. But uh, these are, um, <clears throat> you know, he's 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 been in politics for or board of education politics for for some time, and uh, that's that. But um, so anyway, let's move on. Um, we have William Ray Harner Jr. and I just want to mention that. Um, if he, if Mr. Harner Jr. would be somehow, and I don't want to say somehow, but I don't know too much about him, um, and I only know that he is 57, that he lives in Keatesville, and based upon some database searches, he's lived in Talbot County, um, and he could or could not be a Department of Natural Resources police officer. I, that's what I think. It, I think I might be right, but the fact that his name is William Ray Harner. I would love for people in the county to call him Billy Ray, Jr. <laughs> Henry, we just want to hear clip away. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, Henry, what do you what do you uh, what do you know about Mr. I've never met Mr. Harner, um, so I, um, I, I, I don't know much about. Aside from seeing the, the, the block letters in the Herald Mail, um, yeah. I know nothing about him. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen him, you know, when I've been at other events. Yeah. Um, that I could say, yeah, I know who he is. 
I, I really don't know. I mean, obviously, there's some names on this list that I think are going to have traction when they hit the central committee. And I think some other names are going to have a really long uphill uh, challenge. Uh, yeah. His name, I think, is probably one of those that's an uphill challenge. I, I mean, I'm not privy to what the central committee talks about, but I, I'm I'm not familiar with him in the local circles. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I'm. the Herald Mail just released an article literally just released an article at 8.06 p.m. and was updated at 8.14 p.m. written by C.J. Loveless. And I'm just going through the, the list of names. Uh, let's see. And and I, Mr. Harner Jr. is another political newcomer. He's a retired Maryland natural resources police officer with nearly 40, or 34 years of experience, including five years working on the Chesapeake Bay and the balance in Washington County. So my presumption was proven true that he is—he was originally from Talbot County. Um, Mr. Harner, the Keatesville resident, said he is like a lot of people who are fed up with the direction the nation is heading, and particularly when it comes to the growing drug epidemic, which is a huge problem all over the state. And our fantastic lieutenant governor, is uh, Boyd Rutherford, is working – with several of uh, local jurisdictions, and Brett Wilson, another fantastic guy. Can't say enough of great things about Brett Wilson, the new delegate in downtown Hagerstown. He is hard at work um, coming up with uh, great solutions to combat that terrible problem. Um, Mr. Harner did say that what we've done, what we have done so far, is just not cutting it, and that goes nationwide. I'm, I'm assuming that is in relation to his the above quote regarding uh, the heroin, or the, I'm sorry, the drug e- epidemic problem. That's pretty much all that we have. Um, we know that he's retired. Uh, we know that he would have the time, assumingly. Um, so, um, so we go the, to the next question. What about his electability in two years? Well, can I, he hold that seat? Well, what I'm concerned about, and which which is true, I'm concerned that um, you know people in Washington County, Henry, um, they're pretty quick to throw stones at people that. You know, have some past indiscretions. You saw it with my race, right? Yes. I'm, yeah. It so was kind of obvious with your race, I, we couldn't escape from it. Yeah, I know. And uh, I, I'm not saying that to, to disparage you, Ryan. I'm, I'm just no, saying, no, no. You know, it, 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 the first time ever in a board of education race, it, yeah. it seemed like our local newspaper decided that they were going to dig into people's past. Well, and I, 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 I found it really exceptional. Uh, not in a positive light, the the amount of digging that uh, they they did. I'm not saying that as disparagement to you, but for all the candidates, I I thought it was kind of unfair to uh, the 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 issues that were ahead because we had a well, lot more to, important things yeah. to be discussing. I wanted to talk about education, but often that was drowned out by um, other issues. But hey, you know, you put your name on a ballot. And you're subject to scrutiny, and that's just the ball game, and that's just the way it is. And that is a growing realization, and I think it takes time to to move on from them. But I was honest with people, and uh, I never um, I never ran away from it. But nonetheless, um, the only thing that you know, if, if they're betting Mr. Harner Jr., I mean, you have to look at everything just as they looked at me, and um, you know, from his record. And Eric, you're going to laugh at this, but uh, there's an assault. In the second degree from 1997, um, and it looks like Rita Harner, um, assumingly his ex-wife, uh, made the complaint, and it was oh. nolly. 
no no leave prop yeah exactly i mean you never you know if it's an if it's an ex-wife you throw it out you don't even well, he, don't even girl ex-wife even girlfriend it's a, it's a he said she said i mean who knows whatever I'm just it is yeah yeah and i throw, think that, throw it out look ex-wives are crazy i know this i've been there all right and you should never listen to anything that they ever have to say <laughs> um so you know i hope that and it's like I hope that these things just aren't used against them in a in a vicious and nasty way. You know what I'm saying? I hope it's not because they should hear the merits of their policies, their experience, what they their vision for the county, how they plan to work with the state, the board of education, and the people, and being a valuable representative and supporting the community and business and bringing in new opportunities and and growing Washington County's tax base. That's that's the concern, but not this nonsense um so that's all i'm gonna you know as far as gump said that's that's all i got to say about that um wayne Kiefer, the next candidate a young guy he's 29 uh he'll have a birthday on february the 26th and he'll be 30 so happy 30th birthday to to wayne he's from the club with us brian yeah yeah i know i'm 32 uh you're 30 and uh Henry is not 30. Um, <laughs> no, I'm a little no. bit past 30. Yeah. Um, Mr. Kiefer, um, he's a bank administrator and assistant vice president at the CNB uh, Bank in Hancock. He was – oh, uh, interesting tidbit. Mr. Kiefer was recently appointed by Governor Hogan to serve a four-year term on the Washington County Board of Elections. Um, the Senate Executive Nominations Committee, they voted on him favorably. And it's great to have it's great to have young people involved in public service. And um, Mr. S- Mr. Kiefer served as the treasurer of the Hancock Historical Society, and he is the current president, I believe, of the Hancock Chamber uh, Board of Directors. Um, he's a member of the Hancock Rotary Club, and he's and an interesting another sort of interesting tidbit is that he currently serves as the campaign treasurer for Terry Baker's congressional campaign and i i imagine that wouldn't be a very busy job since terry baker hasn't raised much money um oh now be um so i know that well, he you would know, have the, the time to his put campaign in campaign filings are all in order though well that I is mean, true you know we're uh, talking about about mr kiva here so i mean those campaign filings are complete they're sent in on time so yeah. you know let's let's just let's make sure we absolutely. focus on him and not on absolutely. other things absolutely um so then sure. the challenge would be the association, similar to what we have with Woody Spong and him being formally involved with Terry Baker on his campaign. Yeah. The, does this lead to some questions arising because of how close he is with the current county commissioner? Eric, what do you think? I sure hope not. I mean, honestly, like, okay, he he lives in Hancock. Okay, let's let's be honest. Like, Terry <laughs> Baker is performing well in Washington County. People like the guy. All right. So I don't think that, you know, I don't think that should be held against him. I mean, honestly, he's the dude's 29. He's like an assistant vice president of a bank. Pretty cool. To me, to me, that right there is the most important part right there. Okay. I'm not assistant vice president of my company, um, but this guy's been able to get to it. So like, let's, you know, he's done a lot. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what we should focus on. Something like this. Again, Republicans always like to talk about the money. This guy's a banker. 
essentially. So he probably knows finances pretty well. He probably can look at a, at a county budget and like yeah. chuckle because it's smaller than what he normally has to deal with. Yeah. So like, well, he's with let, CME Bank, so it may not be smaller than what he has to deal with. Well, um, okay. true, true. But he, and, and he's familiar in this realm. Is, he's also in Hancock, where we already have four sitting county commissioners who are west of I-81. Yeah, that is true. I mean, not to, not to use geography to uh, to as a disqualifying factor, but we do have four commissioners practically from the Clear Spring area. And, and um, I, I'm not. I mean, it's great someone from Hancock put their name in because you know they definitely are underrepresented part of sure. the 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 county. I think it would be a net positive, however, to have somebody as youthful as Mr. Kiefer, um, because we know that he would be up for running a campaign. I mean, at least I think so, and would be able to attract those voters and 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 reach a new youth demographic. And um, I I like him, and I, I've met him a few times, and he's a really nice guy, and I think he's extremely qualified. I mean, I, at least on paper. Um, but I'm not on the central committee, and you know, I think that. Uh, Think of and Ryan. Think about it. okay. He's he's very, not even thirty. Okay, so that means in ten years he can be a state senator. In ten years from now he can be a congressman. congressman. Yeah. Okay. Like let's let's play the long game here. Okay. He won't even be fifty, and he could be in one of those positions. So I think it's great. If we're looking towards the future. This is the type of person we want in that office. Yeah. And a conservative uh, to boot. You know, somebody that understands how finances work. I w- I want somebody in this seat that truly un- that understands business. Um, and somebody who understands what what a budget means and and how to analyze it. I mean, and Wayne Kiefer would be. <laughs> you can't go wrong with having a banker, right? Or a CFO, exactly. Or a businessman, and uh, I'm very supportive of that concept. But I want to move on to David Keller the uh, third. Mr. Keller is 41. He's from Spielman Road. Now I did have a chance to talk with Mr. Keller uh, online through a Facebook conversation. I learned that he's a volunteer. With the Citizens Truck Company in Frederick, Maryland, he's the immediate past president of the Maryland State Firemen's Association and a volunteer with the Williamsport Volunteer Fire and EMS Company too. And um, I love the fo- the volunteer firefighters um, and EMS people in Washington County. They are truly the unsung heroes. And any and and that's such a massive community in Washington County. And someone like Mr. Keller would be uh, a great voice for. Uh, for for several of the the fire and EMS community, and someone that would be uh, have have some keen insight on, on 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 that volunteer service, and he's clearly qualified. I mean, look, it's a big deal. The Firemen's Association in the state of Maryland is huge. There's so many people that are involved, and being the past president, there's clearly leadership. I mean, his colleagues entrusted him into this position. That's a lot of leadership. Uh, Henry, what do you think? Um, I honestly, I I haven't done much research on him. Um, going by what you said, I, it sounds like he has a, a lot of experience. Uh, the community involved through the volunteer organizations, particularly firefighters. I mean, he, this is a guy who runs into burning buildings when we're running out. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna question him on that. Get down to okay, where's where's the dollar sense? Where is his aptitude towards uh, business growth, uh, dealing with the drug issues we have within Washington County, dealing with the potential growth that we need to achieve in Washington County. How do we fund our school system? What is the best? 
pathway that we should be looking at doing. Uh, where where is the pedigree there? That um, Eric, what do you think? Well, I mean, you know, something that I've learned in local politics is that the uh, volunteer firefighters are numerous and very influential in a lot of ways. And so that could be something very valuable to help him to basically have him reelected for another term as well. Um, you know, yes, it'd be nice to have some more business experience. I'm, I'm not like off the top of my head. I can't think of, Oh, I don't know all the members of the board of County commissioners up there in Washington County. I don't deal with them on a daily basis, obviously, but you know, this could be somebody valuable to bring on, or if he, he seems to be kind of new into the whole political thing. I like that. He'll stick around. I like that. You know, I think people that are, that put their name out there that aren't always involved in politics, that, that is such a, a, a unique pool to choose from. And I, I think that he should be given serious consideration, just as every other candidate. But um, with that, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't have much more information. Um, but I'm hoping to talk with him further. I did talk with him. He seems like a really nice guy. But I want to move on to someone in the field who I think might be the most interesting candidate. Interesting, and I should uh, qualify that or to, to 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 help you understand what I mean by interesting. To say that she's, um, she's unique. She's unique. And in very good ways. So, Dr. Bridget Brenda J. Thiam. I, I think it's. I can't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Henry, how do you how do you say her name? Thiam. Thiam? Uh, I, I I would say Thiam, but I, I'm probably incorrect in doing that. Eric, what do you think? Um, but um, I'm not even gonna go there. So <laughs> Thiam. Let's just go Thiam. Like Thiam. Like the wrong, just let's call her Dr. Brenda. Dr. Brenda, <laughs> yeah. if we're wrong, then okay, fine. Um, so yeah. she's 46. Yeah, send us a hate mail. We're, we're uh, okay with it. Yeah. No, but this is a really interesting candidate, and I haven't heard of her until now, but I've talked to a lot of people who um, who think uh, the world of her and have made extraordinarily positive remarks uh, since her uh, she has signed up to uh, <laughs> to put her name out there. She's from Hagerstown. She's 46. Um she is, according to her personal Facebook page, she's an autism specialist with the with Washington County Public Schools. She's on the board of the Washington County Commission for Women and serves in the position of secretary. And um, she has a uh, – her bio is listed on the Commission for Women's website. And to briefly read a little bit about her, she's from – originally a native of uh, Rafford, North Carolina. Um, she graduated from North Carolina Central University in Durham, North Carolina – um, she moved to Maryland and pursued a master's degree in education with a cer- cer- uh, certification in special education from the University of Maryland. And at the time this bio was written, she said she was working toward her PhD. Um, but I'm since learned. But on the website, it calls her Dr. Brenda. So um, she is uh, autism specialist. Uh, she's worked with. Uh, she's worked as the Director of Education for Community Services for Autistic Adults and Children down in Montgomery County. Um, she is she currently serves as the President of the Washington County Alliance of Black School Educators, and she's been recognized on so many different levels in accolades. She's a member of Zion Baptist Church. So this gave us a lot of information. She's married, and she has a seven-year-old daughter, and a, she has a puppy named Johnny. <laughs> so um, I, I have to say, when I see individuals that are new to the process um, and well-educated, but 
you know, not to bring out the 750-pound elephant, my God, but a Republican African-American female with the credentials to be a, a fantastic um, candidate. Uh, I mean, I, I love. I mean, and I'm saying this from a, a minority spec- perspective. There's not many minorities that have come out and run in Washington County. And uh, Henry, am I am I off base to say that? I, I think it's a wonderful thing. I just I I can't say enough great things about this choice. Uh, I I don't think you're off base to say that. Um, I think she would be a wonderful, serious consideration based upon what I've read about her. Yeah. Uh, I talked to someone else who's on the uh, commission for women in Washington County. Yeah. And she she raised about how intelligent and thorough that she is. So I I, I have to take it from the feedback that I've gotten from somebody else. I, I don't and, want people to think that I'm being like that I'm like ex- exasperated and, and incredulous that an African American female could possibly be a Republican. No, I mean before anybody like. Seth Wilson, a man child, would shoot out the like, oh my God, he's this is racial overtones. Uh Eric, you and, and I are and, gonna... and understand I'm not saying this to, to be negative. Uh the the challenge is we we have not had very many minority candidates run in this county. No, and not as so, and, and as Republicans nonetheless. And, and especially as a Republican, but we have not had very many minority candidates run. And is Washington County ready? And I, 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 again, I'm not trying to be negative, but the, when I went to college, uh, I had a roommate in college who was from Virginia. And he says, oh, well, you're from Hagerstown. Well, you must be a racist. <laughs> and I did the best I could to try to persuade him that I wasn't. Eric, what is your uh, thoughts? What, is your, what are your thoughts, Eric? Well, you know, honestly, the first thing that I see when I when I look at her resume is why isn't she running for the Board of Ed? But then when you realize she works for w, uh, Washington County Public Schools, um, well, she, can. she can't really do that. Well, she could. No, can, she could. You can so in Terry Washington Baker County. Has. Yeah, Terry yeah. Baker. I mean, he's a school. He was a school assistant empl- or a school employee, and he was on the county commissioners. No, uh, the Board of Education. Oh, Board of Education. No, there's some. There's a paraprofessional. There, you can run for the board, but then if you are employed, you would have to step down from that position if you're a board member. Okay. Because the first thing that I, when I see her is, is Board of Ed, hands down. Okay, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Um, as far as county yeah. commissioner, I'm just, I'm not a, you know, don't get me wrong, I like her. I just don't see her as so on Board of County Commissioners quite yet. But again, okay. this is somebody that can be grown into a position, I think, very well. Okay. Well, let's move on because we have a lot to cover. Um the next person is Randall uh, Randy Wagner. He's 65. Um, he lives in Hagerstown. Um, Mr. Wagner, he's an experienced real estate professional with Macintosh Realtors, which uh, it's a very reputable company in the Washington County area. Um, and he graduated from North Hagerstown High School's class of 1968. And uh, he has a personal Facebook page. I friended him, and he was very nice and friended me back. Um, and I've talked to a lot of people, and... Uh, he, a lot of people have said uh, very, very nice things about Mr. Wagner, and he'd be a great choice and someone that uh, would be a consensus choice and uh, offer a lot of experience. And uh, Henry, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I know Randy Wagner from you know the local market. I uh, I think Randy would be a good choice. I mean, he has knowledge about the way the the values that we have within our community with the properties and how 
I think he probably has a, a really good idea of how to attract businesses and what's available for business. We also have Jeff Klein, who's a realtor that is uh, on the county commissioners. So I'm not really sure if one's going to nullify the other or they would be complementary to one another. Right. Um, I, I, you know, Randy is a very personal individual. I think he would do well, but we get into the thing, okay, five. how many elections does he have left in him? And I'm not saying this because of an age thing, but, you know, going out there when he would have to defend his seat would be at 67, and then we're looking 71. How many races does he have, and are we grooming the local Republican Party for future success and putting someone who is on the plus 60 side? Right. Eric, um, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I mean, he he definitely has a resume. He obviously knows the area. Okay, he sells stuff there, so he's probably pretty good on that side. But you know, again, just like Mark's saying, I I I think that this is a great opportunity to find somebody that you'll have around for a couple of terms. And I don't know how long he would be around. I, I have no problem with just saying it's because of an age thing. Okay, I'm I'm just that guy. All right, if 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 you're stepping into politics at 65, you know, I kind of have to scratch my head just a little bit. Uh, fair enough. Um, let's move on. Um, let's see. Dum, dum, dum. Here he comes. Is this the uh, – oh, okay. We're on – now we're on to Manchild Seth Edward Wilson, who is 45, um, who incidentally will not allow us to use uh, – who thinks it's copyright law that we have taken a photograph of his um, birthday cake and him sitting uh, idly by and smiling like a small yep. man child that he is. Um, it, it looked like a really good birthday cake, too. Um, so this guy I don't ran, see what the problem is. Did his mother make the birthday cake? Wilson is a partisan – I mean, in my opinion, he's a partisan hack. He's extremely radical. Um, he is an, <laughs> an enemy to libertarianism. Um, he'll recuse himself from the process. I just wonder, you know, I think he's in charge of, like, the website or something. I don't know. Um, and I just wonder if he's, like, sitting there watching the application stroll in, and then he's like, oh, maybe I should apply. Maybe I have this in the bag, um, and my colleagues like me enough to support me, which is really silly. Why would you – if you're part of the committee, why would you – I just – I have a real problem with that. I do. I have a problem with yeah, him running. No. Eric, you want to take this? It's, it, it, it reeks. That's what it is. That's what you're smelling. You're smelling this like acrid sulfur through your screen when you're when you're when you're reading that he's on the committee and he's applying for a job that the committee's going to vote on. Okay, it's it's again it's one of those stupid loopholes that we have in our party. Just like how if you're on the central committee, you can work for a candidate, but not officially, just as an individual. All this other crap. That's what it is. Is this this right here? This is the crony pick. As far as I'm concerned, now, uh, I mean, that, that, and that's the problem. You shouldn't, you know, if if you're going to apply, as far as I'm concerned, if you're going to apply for a, a vacancy like this, you should resign, and then five minutes later you can apply. We're completely resigned from the central committee, and then apply for it because wow. it, it, you're right. It, it 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 makes it look like insider baseball, and it discourages people from getting involved in the in the in the process. And then he's done this before. Yeah, it's not the first time. Okay, now let's be honest. Let's consider this: he was outrightly refused the last time that he applied. Talk about that. So that's that's it. Basically, he. I mean, from from what I'm hearing from my sources, is that you know pretty much him applying was a complete joke to everybody else. So I don't know. 
you know, maybe it's maybe his mom gives him some like really good motivation, like when he, when he's in the basement. I don't know, um, but I mean, <laughs> maybe he's delusional. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not a doctor or anything. I just play one on the radio. What does he, um, he do? I mean, he's an educated guy. Don't get me wrong. The guy who went to Vanderbilt, um, smart guy, um, has an interesting hobby. We all have interesting hobbies. I think he goes around and yeah. finds. Um, buried treasures in the ground. Um, oh, he's a, but, yeah, he's a geocacher. Uh, actually, I did that a couple of times way back in the day. Um, you did. No, I believe, uh, I believe professionally he's a computer guy. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, our trade is very uh, conducive to personalities of this sort. <laughs> so, but you haven't, you haven't uh, taken on that form of being a complete jerk. No, that, that's why I'm really good at my job because I'm one of the only IT guys that, you know, is you're, socially You're a really nice guy, Eric. <laughs> I, I try. <laughs> um, we, but I want to get this dude. Family, what do you think about Mr. Uh, um, <clears throat> Wilson? Well, I, I mean, we, we go to the thing of this isn't the first time he, he's, he's done this, okay, whereas he's put his name in for a vacant elected position and recused himself like from his duties that he was elected to as a central committee member. Uh, so I really have to question, what hat does he want to wear? He did this for delegate last year, and whether the committee thought it was a joke or they didn't think it was a joke, I thought, you know, I, I think it's kind of in poor taste uh, that he is recycling and trying to do this again. The, you know, I don't know what the Central Committee thinks about him. I don't know what he thinks about me or anything else. But the, the bottom line is he, he was elected to a position. And in that position, that was to – part of the purpose of the Central Committee is to fill vacancies if they occur. And he's recusing himself of fulfilling his duties. He really should step down from the Central Committee, yeah. uh, as Eric said, uh, if he really wants to be a serious contender for this seat. He, he, and, and not only that, he's – I, I don't think that um, I haven't seen him really involved with the community. Uh, Eric, I mean Henry, you and I are um, you know being in the Rotary Club. We're, we we cross pollinate with several community organizations. Um, it's uh, it's only partisan for Mr. Wilson, um, and he's that insider baseball choice, the Republican backroom deal. I think it's a terrible idea that he he's doing this. I think it's an embarrassment. And the Central Committee should say, look, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, you know, you're, now we're I mean, I would counting. be surprised if he seriously considered for it. To, I don't to know begin with this bunch, but if, if, uh, I well, don't think... Even, any... even with the, the makeup of our current Central Committee, I'm, I'm not going to disparage any of the names there. I, I would no. still be surprised. I mean, let's look at someone from the delegate potential last time. We had Liz Jones, who was <laughs> highly respected on the Central Committee, yeah, and she put in for the position, and she was passed over. Yeah, um, if, they, if they don't do someone that's respected as what she was <laughs> on their committee, and give them serious consideration to send down to the governor, why would yeah. they? Why would you do it with right? Well, uh, Seth Wilson. I appreciate that. Um, I want to spend the last twelve minutes that we have live about Robin Weibel. She's the the, the final candidate, age fifty one, full name Robin Lynn Weibel, married to. Bill Weibel, the former county commissioner and the current Maryland state delegate. Robin Weibel and I used to be friends, but 
she said some very unkind things about me, and I've never said anything nasty about her ever. In fact, I, <laughs> I, I was interested in supporting her in 2010 because she sat down and we talked, but I, it's not about personal history. She would be a disaster. She is an extreme partisan. She's a radical demagogue, Trump supporter. That's all you need to say. Um, she's not even qualified for this job, and moreover, I have a real problem with what she's doing with – she – Henry, Eric, she ran for the Board of Education. Mr. Spong's appointment, he stepped down on what? The 29th? Yeah, the 29th of January. Now, she knew this – a vacancy would arise, and the Central Committee would be tasked with filling it. Then the very last day – and I'm not knocking people who file on the last day for public office. I did it myself – she filed. She went on February 3rd and filed her name to run for the Board of Education. She starts up a Facebook page, and then she – then what? Decides three weeks later that she wants another job? She wants to – while running for one, she wants another. And then in today, it's reported that Robin Weibel is apparently withdrawing her name, thus throwing the Central Committee – you know, like, you know, why would she do? You know, okay, fine. I, I, in fact, I wrote an article to say, hey, you, you should step down. But she knew herself that she wouldn't be off the ballot. You have to. It takes ten days, I mean, up to ten days, to get off the ballot after you file for a public office. Now, in the case of what happens if, you know, she says she withdraws from the race, right? Okay, the board of education race. So does that mean that? She already knows that she has the position. I mean, is this the wink, wink, nod, nod that she is already predetermined that she's the selection? And if so, what happens with the Board of Education primary? She's still on the ballot. There are nine candidates running. There's a primary. And she's going to throw this in the primary. And I think that she would get through the primary – because she has the last name Weibel, and she people know her, and you know she's <laughs> involved with Republican politics for what it's worth. What happens to the candidate that gets knocked out because Robin Weibel um, decided that she wants another office, but now she waited uh, long enough where impossible for the state board of elections, the local board of elections, to remove her from office? And she threw this process into chaos because of selfish reasons. It's like, why did you even sign up for the Board of Education? Eric, what do you think? Um, so, honestly, I think she's a loose cannon. I, the, the only experience that I have from her is that I've never spoken to her, never said anything about her, but she already blocked me on Facebook. So that right there tells me all that I need to know. Okay, like Trump supporter, as you said, that just puts you in a whole another category right there. Okay, uh -huh. a apparently a lot of these like crazy, like I'm not even gonna call them Tea Party because they're a disgrace to the Tea Party. Um, yeah, a lot they of are. these crazy like Agenda 21, like New World Order, you know, shape shifting lizard people types support her. So that's the all Kim tells me all that I need to Kim know. Kim yeah, chemtrails. You know, well that's that's Carroll County. Okay, I think it's lizard shapeshifters up in Washington County, you know. So 
And I mean, and, and you're completely right. Like, if she filed for Board of Ed. Now, if Republicans want to get somebody else on the ballot instead of her, well, it's too late. Well, you know what? Robin should just wait her turn. If she wants to run in 2018 for county commissioners and get thoroughly yeah. defeated, then she should be able to, but she not ran, right now. She ran in 2010, and she in the primary, I believe she came in sixth place. Um, and back then, when I knew, I mean, I, she's been involved with the Boonesboro uh, local school politics. And, you know, all the wrong people are supporting Robin Weibel on the school board, and that's another story. But, Henry, you you know and – Baker is supporting her. Yeah, Baker's supporting her. No, Ficker, Robin Ficker. Robin Ficker is supporting her. And, by the way, I should mention that according to my sources, and they're they're pretty right. They're usually nine out of ten times they're, they're right. My understanding is that she's the inside track, that she has the inside track into this race – that she is the person that they're looking at, and the process could be a ruse, and that that they want her. Her last name is Weibel. She's conservative to the point of not even understanding what conservatism means, but saying no is the only word that she would understand, and not to mention her husband's a Maryland delegate. She's beloved by this hardcore, angry Tea Party faction in Washington County, and she's not a strategic thinker either because when someone criticizes you, you don't rush to Facebook and call them evil. You saw that, Henry House. You saw what she did. And I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I'm saying that, yes, she may have strong feelings against me, but why in the hell would you share it in the Washington County Republican Club page that <laughs> I'm blocked from? But people – I mean I, I can't speak for for Robin, okay? But here, here's the way I'm looking at it is – she has the name, okay? And let's throw the, the Board of Edu- Education race. Let's set that to the side for a second. She has a name. And if this was a perfect world and she was a professional holding down a job, being a, a magnet to attract industry into Washington County with that name, then I'd say, yes, let's put Robin Weibel. She would be the smart choice. Washington County needs leaders that are going to attract businesses and retain businesses, focus on building our education system to be the best, support the policies that are going to improve this county and the life of its residents. What happens if Robin Weibel says, "If okay, what if she doesn't get the pick and then she said, okay, I'm withdrawing from the race, the Board of Education race, makes it through the Republican primary and comes back and says, oh, well, I guess the voters spoke, and I'm going to go ahead and run. I'm going to go ahead and, and be part of this general election. Uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and run. What Robin Weibel needs to do, and I'm all, in all seriousness, she needs to put out a public statement saying that even though my name has been kept on the ballot, please do not vote for me. I'm running. Well, maybe, maybe we could staff people with black uh, March lot markers. And all the ballots in Washington County, uh, the the people who support her could actually black out her name from the ballot. Or she should take out an ad in the back of the Herald Mail newspaper and spur some economic you – know, spur a little commerce there. Take out a back page ad, a big one, whatever, and say, I am committed to the Board of Ed – or I'm committed to the county commissioner race. Please do not vote for me. That's on her. Uh, she screwed up this process. Hey, and by the way, I want to mention that we hold on, hold on. We have two minutes and forty-five seconds. 
we're going to continue this conversation after it goes offline, and there still be a the, the recording will still be there. So stick with us. Uh, go ahead, whoever wanted to make a comment. Uh, okay, go back. Let's turn the page to last year. The dominoes started when they appointed Bill Weibel up to the delegates. Okay, we took a pro-business delegate and we put an ultra-conservative, very hawkish individual to look over the, the dollars and cents in his place. Now that we took that individual off of the county commissioners, and now we're trying to fill that. Shouldn't we be looking at putting a pro-business uh, delegate or yeah. pro-business commissioner in that position? And she's not. She's not at all. I, I, I think she would be very hawkish like her husband, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's a good balance. But we we need to have people who are looking to try to build the county and build relations beyond the county. I was let me tell you this. Last week. She has a problem with education, and she would be really an enemy to public education in Washington County. And she's spoken as much. I mean, we know where she stands on projects. And I really think that – I mean, well, this is what a lot of people said yesterday – they came up to me and said, I read your blog. Uh, well, I don't always agree with you, but I do agree that Robin Weibel would be a complete disaster. And it wasn't one or two. It was about 20 people that said, Ryan, you're the only one that's talking about this. They don't like you, but you're not afraid to say what's on your mind. And I said, well, it's not about that. But somebody said to me, she would be – Robin Weibel would be the Woody Spong of this committee. And I can tell you right now <laughs> – that she would have a very hard time being nominated by the governor or him accepting it for multiple reasons. And there's many, many things that we could go into about Mrs. Weibel. But I just want to say that she is not the most qualified person for this job. Eric? Oh, well, first off, okay, you don't need a hawk at a local level because I don't think Washington County is going to be trying to invade Allegheny County or Frederick County. Okay, we have enough hawks at the federal level. We don't need hawks running around at the, the county level. Like, I, you know, <laughs> she reminds me of another certain person who happens to be married to an elected uh, representative that goes down to Annapolis. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Basically... You know who I'm talking about, yeah. The uh, I, it's she who shall not be named, but like they're just emotionally unstable, and like she's the type of person I could imagine having like some epic meltdown inside the board of county commissioners chamber, like screaming, maybe like throw a chair. I mean, it'd be great television. I'd love to watch it. I'd love to, you know, write an article about it. You know, like Hulk Weibel or something like goes nuts so in Hagerstown, but. You know, I that that's not, you know, it may be entertaining, but at the same time, it's also kind of sad. So, like, you know, let's just <laughs> please, for the for the for the sake of sanity, will five members of the Washington County Republican Central Committee not vote for her? Um, I agree. Um, I, I think she would be the worst choice, uh, and she would be the most. She would be the lightning rod. Um, it would be a provocative choice, but if the Republican Central Committee, if they really want to pick a consensus choice, I mean, you have those candidates. I mean, you have Ed Forrest, you have Brian Fluke, you have Gary Bockrath. Um, 
you know, you have Dr. Brenda, you have Randy Wagner, you, you know, you have Wayne well, Kiefer. Well, see, and, and, and Ryan, here's the problem. If you, you, in a position like this, you need to nominate somebody that is not a partisan ideologue, okay? Yeah. Because if the Central Committee nominates a partisan ideologue, you want to know what's going to happen? In 2018, it's going to be a 3-2, three Republicans, two Dems on that, on that Board of County Commissioners because people are going to get mad, as we saw in 2012 with Delaney's race for Congress. Yeah. Okay, there are Democrats in Washington County. Okay, they're just not very well organized, and they can't get up to the point where they have people at that those county seats. But if you put some loose cannon like this in the board of county commissioners, you'll get those Democrats elected to those seats. It's what happened here in Frederick. We had Blaine Young ran for county executive, who I voted for, but he was a lightning rod, and so now we have Jan Gardner. Okay, that's what somebody like this is going to create, and it's going to be absolutely. It's going to be an absolute disaster. The only people that will benefit from it are people that write blogs. Okay, so that's <laughs> you know that's us. Okay, but there's there's no upside to nominating somebody that is this emotionally driven and you know mentally not capable of handling criticism. Yeah, yeah. Um, and feel free to send all those DMCA notices. They're rivals and tea partiers. Like I'll, I'll respond to them like I did the last one. <laughs> I mean, we, we we all have to understand if we put our name out in the public foray, we are going to be put up on a dartboard, and people are going to start throwing darts at us. Can yeah. the individuals that we just talked about, and and the last one in particular, because I I I I think she's, you know, I I I, I know her from being out in public, um, can she take the ridicule and have a, a thick enough skin not to have a short fuse go off? Yeah. And it's it's very tough to not take it personally when people make comments about you. I understand that. Um, Ryan, I think you understand that from, from campaigning. It's very oh, tough. Yeah. For, okay, it's hard. And, and this is tough when people... You know, they, they, they blatantly disparage you. And you got to stand there and smile and say thank you for your opinion and move on. And any of these individuals, they have to understand that first. It, it's it's not an easy job. I mean, I feel sorry for Woody Spung in the fact that he he was really run through the ringer, okay? He, he, he did some things that were... Uh, at least were foolish, but he w- he was he was put through a ringer because of some things, and he he didn't stand up to address those things, and then that leaves us okay. Now we're trying to re- replace that individual again, so now we're out here. Can can Robin handle? Okay, can she handle the scrutiny of being in an elective office, and does she have the best qualifications based upon the other? 11 candidates we have. Is she, right. hands down, the best individual to fill that position? And, you know, without risking <laughs> without ris- risking expulsion from, you know, <laughs> Republican politics, Henry, is she the best person to fill the seat? I, I mean, last week I was down in Annapolis uh, at the governor's uh, ball. I saw several of our local people down there. I didn't see Bill Weibel and Robin Weibel in that room. 
They should be there. They should be there. Yeah, where were they? In Washington County. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not their events coordinator. But they should be there <laughs> representing Washington County. And well, they're they're going to they're gonna realize we exist is by being in those rooms. Uh, let me ask you this. I mean, <laughs> how about Bill Weibel hiring Linda Givens Evans? That, that's a professional choice that Bill thought was probably in the best interest of yeah, that was of a disaster. His administration, and, and I can't judge Bill because I, I, I mean, I know Linda only from seeing her at a couple of events. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's not fair for me to judge. Maybe Linda has some qualifications that it, both of us are unaware of that uh, furthers Bill's uh, administration down in Annapolis. Well, I mean, I'm trying yeah. to be nice about it, Ryan, and, and you, you know. I, I can't comment negative on Linda because I don't know enough about her to, to say anything negative. I'm, just I'm sure injured. Bill knows something, that, and that's the reason why he made that decision. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so let's wrap this up. Uh, we're, we're, we should know probably within the next week or two of who the Central Committee will choose. They'll release the name. My bet is on Robin Weibel. I hope they prove me wrong, but... I think she has the inside track. I think she does. I think that she's going to follow exactly what they want her to do, and that's be the fiscal hawk, you know, the she, the bomb thrower. If it can't be Woody Spong, then it might as well be Bill Weibel's spouse with the same last name and the same conservative ideology. But I'm just going to go on record in saying that there are Many great choices, but Manchild Seth Wilson and Robin Weibel are not among those choices. Eric? Yeah, no, I, th- I, I hate to say it, but I think you're right. I think that Robin Weibel is going to end up being the pick, um, and I think that, that – I, I do believe that's already been predetermined by you know five of the people on that central committee. And so hopefully one of those five that have already predetermined it will change their mind and nominate somebody good. But I, I wouldn't hold my breath. Henry? Well, I'm going to throw down the challenge for whatever Washington County Central Committee members might actually get something from this. Um, think outside the box. Think, think of Washington County and for the betterment of our local community, not just on the Republican side of things, though that's what you're being charged with. Think beyond that. Think of how we need to grow the community. Think of how we need to grow business in our community and give us someone with vision and vigor that will be able to defend the seat in two years and then successfully, after the two-year defense, be able to still run for another couple terms beyond that and beyond for possibly higher office. Well, I don't want a Donald Trump on the Washington County Board of County Commissioners. I want, Out of the list we have, I don't see a Donald Trump there. You don't see a Donald Trump? No. Okay. Please tell me you're not raising Robin up to a Donald Trump level. <laughs> um, I think that as far as intellectually speaking and, and about providing uh, being coy or uh, the f- failing to provide substance to serious policy issues, then yeah, I do. I, I am, and uh, I, I, it's, if, if that's 
that's a knock, then that's a knock. Um, and I stick by that. Um, but Eric, we already know she's a Trump supporter, so I mean, maybe she. A lot of people like Donald Trump in Washington County, so why would they? Why would she run away from that? I don't know. I think Trump's a lot smarter than her. Um, you know, he yeah, he, he is a mastermind of probably. manipulating people, and uh, she seems kind of like more like a like a wannabe, kind of like a like Robin before he becomes actual Robin, where Robin's just really an annoying kid. And, you know, Batman has to teach him and let him grow up. And then, then finally he becomes a superhero. So Robin kind of reminds me of, like, Robin Wivel reminds me of Robin as, like, a 12-year-old boy who's crying that some girl didn't give him a Valentine's Day card. Uh, now, we, well, we already have one board of Ed member that, that cries on cue. We really can't afford a county commissioner to those who Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> She has been the routine topic of a minor details blog, and Man, y'all need safe spaces in your county offices up there. It's nasty up there. It is. They get nasty, and uh, uh, well, guys, listen. I really appreciate you coming on and spending your evening. And um, anytime you give up an hour or two for the show, it it uh, it means a lot. And I think that we're doing the community a service. And go to go on the record. I think Eric. Um, we should probably do a show in the aftermath of the choice and 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 discuss it and compare. Maybe you know, was it a good choice or a bad choice? Because if they make a great choice, I'm going to write about that in a positive light. And and Eric, I think you will as well. Yes, we it, it, we need to. It, it's just like we need to reward good behavior from our central committees. Okay? Yeah. If all we do is complain when they make the wrong decision and don't tell them good job then, what, I mean, what's the point? We're just being hypocrites. So whatever the decision is, I fully intend on coming back on the show, writing an article about it. If they make a good choice, then, you know, Ryan, you need to eat your words. And I will. And, I'd be the first you know, to do that. Yes. We, so all of us will. If they don't pick Robin Whittle, we will, we will eat Wild. our words, I'll, I'll, whatever. Eat a yeah. shoe, you know. We'll, <laughs> like, we'll, I'll be the first to admit that I'm wrong, and then I'm happy that I was wrong. Well... I want to be wrong. I do. I want them to. St- I want them to prove me wrong. I do, and um, I'm excited if they do. And I will send them. If if I am wrong, Eric, I'm going to send them. I'm going to send them flowers and candy, and uh, a, a personal thank you card to each of their homes, written by me. I'm going to sign it, and I'm going to write a very nice thing. Be a very nice letter. Signed from me, a minor detail, and uh, you know, send them flowers and candy. So if that well, is not an even if they do appoint Robin, yeah, then I then let's throw this challenge out to Robin. Robin, prove us wrong. Yeah, prove us wrong. Prove, prove. I, I, I would love to be proved wrong in this. Prove, prove us that you can be the best county, the greatest county commissioner that Washington County has has ever had. So, um. Yeah, um, and you know she's. I'm just not hopeful, but let's 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 uh, let's hope that uh, that happens. And um, well, you know maybe they hate you enough, Ryan, that they'll do the right thing. Just oh my God, make wouldn't you admit that, you're wrong? Yeah, like oh let's you know wouldn't that be great motivation? Like that's such great motivation. Like I want to stand outside of the process when they're interviewing these people. And like they have to see me coming, in. like I'll hold a sign up, and and when when they walk in, they don't have to walk past me. 
and I'll hold the sign up of um, like pick Robin Weibel and then they'll walk in and say, God, we hate Ryan Miner. Let's let's pick somebody that's normal and reasonable and pragmatic. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> you know, let's reverse let's, psychology. Yeah, let's defy Ryan Miner and uh, we we hate him. He makes us foam and he makes us uh, he makes us spit out our dinner because he's so repul- repulsive and disgusting and reprehensible. Um, so, oh, and and by the way, I should mention uh, on this show, be sure to come to the. Uh, sixth congressional district debate on uh, Thursday night, and in, in Hagerstown at six p.m. At six p.m. Uh, we're look. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, I, I look forward to your coverage, Ryan. I I, I won't be there, but uh, you know, please get that on video. I want to see oh, yeah. more speaking comments. Well, we'll cover that. We'll cover that in another show. So all right, guys. Well, um, a minor detail dot com is the website. Uh, Eric Beasley is our one of the editors of our of our website. Henry House, a great friend, a, a longtime Washington County uh, activist, Rotarian, the future president of the Hagerstown Rotary Club, ladies and gentlemen, is on us on the show with us tonight. And uh, you guys have been great. It's been a lot of fun, and I appreciate your time. And hey, once again, to the Central Committee, if you're listening. Do the right thing. Do it. Conduct yourselves with transparency. Give everybody a fair shake. Ask serious questions. Find out how these folks are going to improve Washington County. What their policies are on the edu- on, on the education system. Uh, gauge how they would approach the fiscal issues and the budget, and make this about how they can make Washington County great again, and uh, not about some phony ideology or some sort of partisan litmus test. We don't want that. Let's make it about the issues instead of personalities. And if they do that, then I think that they're going to make the right choice. All right. Guys, appreciate your time. All right. Thanks for having me on. All right. right. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.